0: And now, a word from our sponsors.
1: All her life, Joan placed herself into the hands of men who failed her. Joan does the unthinkable for a woman in 1960, leaving her small town of Gainesfield. As an accomplished musician, Joan served her country in the first ever women's Air Force band, San Antonio, Texas. She unwittingly becomes part of a brainwashing experiment. After her Air Force service, returning to society is particularly hard for Joan, so much so that she has spent a good deal of her life in a mental institution. As a patient in a VA hospital, Joan is found murdered. Small-town secrets, whispers behind closed doors, stolen records, serve to solve the mystery of... What the hell happened to Joan? This book is a work of fiction, but very well could have happened. This is not a test. This is your annual announcement. This year we are offering Scare Fair, which will be held on Saturday, October 30th at the San Bernardino County Fairgrounds in Victorville, California. Gates open at 9 a.m. and close at 9 p.m. General admission tickets are only $22 in advance and 25 at the door. VIP tickets are 45 in advance and 50 at the door while supplies last. In the morning, we will be offering trick-or-treating for the kids throughout our vendors. And for the adults, we have tons for you as well. Come meet horror icons like Joe Bob Briggs, Elaine Dietz from The Exorcist, Dr. Satan himself, Walter Phelan, and John Masari who composed Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Don't forget that we have the psychotic carnival of thrills where you become part of a horror story. Then, when the sun goes down, enjoy our live music as Roadwork opens for American Zombie, a Rob Zombie spook show. That's not enough? Okay. How about a Screen Queen contest hosted by the ladies of the Talkie Horror Podcast Show? Or our cosplay contest, one for the kiddies and one for the adults. So gather your courage and come join the fun. For more information, go to www.pcehd.com.
2: And now, enjoy this free JZO Modcast Show.
3: Hello and welcome to My Public Life is American Nerd. My name is Eddie and today we have with us a very special treat. They are the highlight of Scarefair this year. Scarefair is on October 30th and when it gets dark, they're going to entertain us. It's American Zombie. How are you doing, guys? i are doing, Eddie? Doing great. Uh, let me get you guys' names real quick from left to right.
2: Tony Sandoval, guitar. R.J. plays vocals.
4: Johnny Ember's bass.
3: So how long have you guys been doing this as, as, as a band together? 2009. 2009? You've yeah. years. Have you guys been on other bands prior to this?
0: Oh, yeah. Many bands. We're, John and I are an original band called Nexus Inferno, Industrial Metal. Tony's uh-huh. toured all over the world. We're all veterans. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. And so what made you guys decide to do a Rob Zombie cover band?
0: Well, it's more of a tribute band than a cover band. Um, okay. yeah. We wanted to bring the essence of Zombie live without... We just wanted to have a great time. We love the music. We love the theatrics. And no one was doing it at this level when we started. You know,
2: I think at the time, years ago, had a party. RJ and I did a Zombie song. And then we decided, hey, why don't we do a Zombie tribute? And I was like, well, if we're going to do it. We're going to do it right. And we did it with the tracks and the video... Makeup, or bring the whole production yeah that, that's what makes you guys stand out more than other bands you, you
3: mentioned your theatrical um uh, uh, band opposed to a cover band um how do you guys enjoy doing the whole theatrical production and putting on the makeup and
0: i love doing it i'm an artist so it's just a lot of fun for me i i used to do special effects all the time and i work in special effects industry right now so it's just a bonus yeah, it's great to bring the whole production
2: end of it. Bring It's not just a tribute band. We're doing the makeup,
0: the wardrobe, the, whole, the video. The whole concept of American Zombie when we started was Hellbody Deluxe Live, the 1992-2001. Yeah. That was our goal, was to create the, recreate that feeling and that look.
3: Okay, that's a great album.
0: That's and it's true. the 23rd anniversary, two days ago. One of my favorite albums of all time. There's right so. there.
3: Now, did you guys uh, start off? Knowing instruments for more than you guys were younger? Have you always played music?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And what instruments did you guys play in high school? <laughs> guitar. <laughs> Actually, I started with the accordion when I was like uh, grade school, forced to take a few years of that. But right after that, I got rid of it, and got a, a wireless guitar system, and just been playing guitar ever since.
3: Do you still
4: play the accordion? Uh, I never
3: tried
2: it, but I'm sure <laughs> I can do a few things.
4: Yeah. I started with Hammered Dulcimer, but, you know, there's not a lot of metal bands with Hammered Dulcimer yeah. around, so yeah. <laughs> I, I switched I'll over to guitar, while. and then uh, all, a lot of my friends did not have bass players in their band, so
0: I <laughs> like it less strings, I can do it. And RJ, you started out as a... Well, I've always been a vocalist. I did yeah. concert choir and all that, but I started playing guitar when I was 17, 18 years old, and I got really good at figuring out songs, so I got in a band right away. Taught them the songs, and I end up playing and keyboards. And we did, like, a mini tour of Minneapolis when, we, when I was, like, 18.
3: Minneapolis? Uh, are you from Minneapolis? I'm from Mora, Minnesota, originally. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm a Viking fan. I've long
4: enough,
2: I have been here long enough, I've lost my
0: accent completely,
3: so. Uh, I'm a big Vikings fan.
2: Oh, Vikings, brother.
3: I, I've, I've, oh, there you go right there. How, are you from Minnesota, too, or are you just like Vikings? No, I just like I Vikings. Vikings. Yeah, okay. I've been to Minnesota a couple of times, which is weird because – uh when I was younger, I, I got, I began to like Minnesota because I was a Prince fan. And then when I went there, I went to a Vikings game. And since then, it's always been Minnesota yeah. for me.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. Um, do you guys have other interests or hobbies besides uh, music?
0: I like to rock. Yeah. Roll. play like to write like original music, perform. I also do video games, animation, graphic design. Oh, cool. I
2: actually started uh, my own production company in, uh, early 20s it was either choose the uh, rock and roll lifestyle or get paid so i started my own production company started doing sound and and i ended up doing live sound for most of the bands that i grew up listening to so by the time we all got together we were already professionals in whatever we were doing so putting it all together in this american zombie band really is a show
3: now when people go see the show
0: what are they expecting them to get full on Explosion of light sound, theatrics. I mean, it's it's close you can get to a zombie show. I want to
3: show just a snippet, maybe like a minute sure. or so of oh, yeah. what they'll see.
0: Sold out of House of Blues 2018, 2,600 people with appetite for destruction. Crank it up.
3: Now, if that don't get you pumped up, I don't know what will, because I just, just putting that on, I was like, <laughs> I love putting it loud
0: and that was an amazing show. Yeah, with House of Blues. January 2018 with Appetite for Destruction's Our Friends. We sold out the House of Blues. We broke the attendance record. Oh wow. That was a, we're at 930. And it just was you people walk we're stuck around the building for seven hours just to get in.
3: So you uh you played with the system of the down that night? No, appetite for destruction. Oh appetite for, oh, yeah. appetite for destruction. Yeah, our, okay, yeah, yeah. They're good friends of ours. Yeah, yeah. Um actually they they uh asked if we had any room. They actually texted me and asked me if we had any more room for a a band to play. Um, So I said uh, maybe a a pop culture expo or next year. So yeah. So so watching that, do you guys
0: critique yourselves all the time? (laughs) time.
4: We're always yeah, we're always trying to improve ourselves. Getting on oh, you messed up that note. Oh, (laughs) play that track better. (laughs) Play that
0: track better. (laughs)
3: That that song right when it starts, there's something about
2: that song that just makes you want to rock. Just
0: Uh, it's an awesome opener. You know that first
2: song is one of the complicated ones because we're doing so many changes just in that one song. Yeah. You know, as a musician, that is we're going different key changes, backing uh, vocals. Uh, So we really hit the ground running, trying to breathe through those masks. Yeah, (laughs) wearing the (laughs) (laughs) mask.
4: (laughs) <laughs>
3: yeah no you that was at the house of blues um yeah. was that your most memorable performance or do you have a, a most memorable performance
0: i think that's one of them but also house of blues hollywood we got to play the last show before they tore it down for the oh trip. yeah that was amazing then we also did new year's evil yeah where we was. headlined that that was amazing yeah Where was uh where's okay. that show at that was House of Blues Hollywood as well. Oh, that was, okay. On New Year's Eve.
4: We're thinking Scare is going to have some potential, though, so we're depending on you all to come out and see us there, though. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Being your... there. We're going to bring it.
3: Now, what is your most, your your worst performance that you guys could think of? Look, I mean, what?
4: Uh, I, I got one uh, in mine. Uh, <laughs> yeah. any, any girl after shots
2: of tequila, that rates <laughs> up there as my worst performance. <laughs> Not for jump, John. job. <laughs> And we did something out in Banning. It was a charity thing. Oh, and, that um, one! It was a kids' charity event. Yeah, and we just ended up playing on a a flatbed truck. No, we didn't. No, we'll we didn't that. even make it to that. We, yeah. we ended up inside. I remember there was some kind of hole in the middle. To make sure we didn't trip over that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> But the people that were there had a great time rocked it you know, you know yeah. it, it, it's still in the mid crowd big crowd it's still energy and it's still pumping and we still kicked every one of their asses it, it, that it, at- it's ahead. really challenging because
4: you know a lot of people want to book us and you know we've had to really um change places that we'll go play for not because we don't want to play any show that's offered it's just that you know can't be in a, a small place with just a couple speakers it's got to be in a place that can handle the the loudness of adding all that additional sound from the from uh the tracks and all that extra stuff and and the videos and all that stuff because if if you if you're not able to to put that out there it's you're really robbing the the audience that's coming to your facility of of a much better show yeah and
2: and on that i'm i'm of the mindset of do it right or don't do it at all, all right so, so saying that what is your favorite venue you guys enjoy playing also blues
0: the
3: House of blues yeah, you know, I- uh-huh. Or also,
0: but that's gone now so anything that holds at least a thousand yeah people we did a really great event too for another child charity um uh, what was it monsters of mock that we did with iron maidens um, iron maidens uh nightmare that's a female band yeah. yeah yeah i used to be eddie for them for from oh, cool. Fifteen. so i'm good friends with them but no. yeah
3: go ahead now, what is your creative process? Let's say a, a, a song that you haven't done from Rob Zombie. How do you get started on on the performance of that production and everything? The, how we well? That, that's just not just the production. But who begins uh, the process of starting off with the song and then now everybody guys joining
2: in?
4: Well, go ahead. first we got to figure out whether or not the uh, we decide what we want to add element wise to the songs and the videos and everything, and then we got to make sure that. Um, the mechanical rights and all the other stuff that's needed to make sure that you don't get in trouble or available before we uh, put that stuff out there. Um, You can't just be making stuff and recording stuff and putting it out there without uh, making sure you're following the proper uh, procedures. And then if all that falls in place, we just build it from scratch, literally note from note. If there's a keyboard going, "Ah," I throw it in there. If there's this, that, and the other going that, we make sure it's in there. We we uh, try to make sure that when somebody comes to see us live, they're getting as much of a sonic imprint of what they're used to hearing when they listen to the album as possible. There's nothing worse than going to see a live band, even the actual band that, that records the music and half of the sound you're used to hearing to on the record has gone. So we, we try to reproduce what you would hear if you threw the record on as
2: much as possible.
0: And I tend to sing the album version opposed to the live version, so you get the full effect.
2: Okay. And I bring my own style of guitar playing to it, actually, but it's, it's, it's heavy, it's rocking, and it's, uh, you know, Johnny Five's a great guitar player, so it's, it's awesome to play it, the songs that he's written. And so is Riggs. I mean, and Riggs, Riggs started. Yeah.
3: yeah. It's a great sound. You guys sound really good. Do you, do you guys have a number of uh, songs that you know and that you're going to perform or is it just whatever the venue is count um, so far?
4: I think as of right now, we're, we're, we're approaching, uh, we're approaching 20 songs for this particular show. Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: Gonna, like... I cover the melody as well. Then yeah. We're we not doing that
4: one. Yeah. We're going to be, uh, we're going to be doing some final, uh, you know, decisions uh, today actually when we, when we practice after this and uh we'll finalize what we're going to do and you know start rehearsing
3: no do you guys cover his covers uh like um uh let me see well you know brick house
4: to come and find out all right <laughs>
3: yeah yeah
0: you won't hear the new one yet we're not up to that we haven't
3: got that oh the, no, yeah um have you guys ever been in a competition
0: yes as a well, matter of fact
2: as a matter of fact just um on this day, about um, six years ago, M15, right? M15, we were at a battle of the bands there and with the Kiss Tribute, uh, who else? Uh, uh,
0: Dino's band, the, the Tesla Tribute. I forget um, who all, but I know we, yeah, there, I know of, we, we, we won that one, um,
2: but we were able to bring the full production too. So it was really a good show, good event. And yeah, it was a bit of a competition, but. At the end, I don't really remember other than the fact that I think we got most votes. Yeah,
0: we got the most votes, but then the production team walked themselves into the closet and wouldn't come out to give us our Oh, brunch. wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, they had a, like some sort of big uprising happening that night where it was just falling apart. No, they had no management, nothing. It just, yeah. yeah. Crappy sound guy. But, you know, we're not
2: doing this for to any kind yeah. of...
0: No, we just did it for just to play. And, you know, get BC in front of a huge, huge fan base... And, you know, get some accolades for what we do, just to entertain. Now, where are you all from? Originally or just local? Minnesota. Uh, okay, right? Right. <laughs> Minnesota. Well, okay, originally Minnesota, but I live in Long Beach. Okay. Yeah, I'm, we're all from, uh, myself and John from Southern California.
2: Southern California. So, are our drummer. Okay. And do you guys play all over the country?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: What state okay. do, you, do you guys enjoy playing? Do you guys enjoy playing in New York? Haven't played there yet. Haven't gotten to. Haven't
2: gotten past west. Or we've been west of the Mississippi, but not uh, not
0: not that far out. Again, it's production. You got bring stuff. So yeah, yeah. Driving long distance. Yeah.
3: Now, have you guys ever had the
0: opportunity to meet Rob Zombie? I have met him a couple times, and actually, there was a voice. They had official Facebook um, chat going on in his forum, and someone said, "Hey, what do you think of American Zombie?" He said, I think they're great, so I use that for a tagline, yeah. But yeah. I met him before him and Sherry at a, a club down in Hollywood, they were down there just by pure chance. So I talked with them. I had a mutual friend that lived in the same complex as he did, and I talked from a good half hour. Really nice guy. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, he's aware of us, yeah, he <laughs> knows everything, and I know John Hive too pretty well. Okay, yeah.
3: now do you guys enjoy his movies as well?
0: Yeah, I love it. Yeah, his right.
2: guys. A great take on uh, Halloween is the best. Yeah. That's,
3: that's my favorite. Yeah. I, I felt that, that that movie increased what Halloween was about. Gave some more information about the child uh, Michael Myers and uh, I, I loved it. I, the thing about that movie that got my attention was the sound of the bass that would play when he would appear. And it would rumble the room. And it, it it, it gets you that, that scarlet element from
0: sound. That was pretty cool. I got a really cool um, analogy. I, I went to Halloween haunt night that Rob Zombie used to do. We did his first event in 1999.
3: Yeah, yeah. House of they Thousand
0: Corpses. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I went to the before it was House of Thousand Corpses. They had the concept and the idea of this this uh, spook show type thing with the the Walk of Flame, everything that was in the movie. Later, when mm-hmm. Captain Spaulding's walking around, mm-hmm. it was an actual physical set. I got to walk around.
2: Oh, that's cool. <laughs>
0: Then Rob Zami got the deal to make House of Thousand Corpses based on that.
2: Well, that is cool. Cool. Yeah,
0: Yeah. I think we all have
2: kind of a love for Halloween, really. Uh, For me personally, I used to do the production for the Queen Mary Shipwreck Halloween. Okay. So I designed the whole audio and lighting of that back in the 90s, late 90s. And uh, so Halloween's always been a a huge party. And then we just make a party of it every time we play. I like candy.
0: (laughs) Candy, I also work for Icons of Darkness, which is a huge exhibit that's happening. It just got moved to the Chinese Man Theater, but uh, I'm not a part of it right now. But I helped last year. Also, I did huge Halloween parties that were on Beverly Hills. Once a year, I'd be dressed up like Dracula or Chainsaw, Texas Chainsaw Massacre or something. With Rich Carell, he's an amazing guy. Huge collection. The nicest guy, too. He did Hannah Montana. He did um, Growing Pains. Family tie. I mean, it goes on. Not Family Ties, but Growing Pains and Family Matters. Just amazing director. That's
3: cool. Are you, are you guys aware of our lineup of celebrities at Scarefair? I saw
0: some of them. It's quite impressive. Uh,
3: Dr. Satan, Walter Phelan. I just interviewed him last last week. Uh, he's now, now up on our uh, website uh, with the interview. Very interesting guy. He does a lot more than just the acting, but uh, does a lot of theatrics and uh, um, with a lot of movies that I had no idea he was part of. He's going to be there uh, along with the uh, um, Eileen Dietz from The um, Exorcist. She played oh, cool. the demon. We have Lisa Wilcox from uh, Nightmare on Sheet 4 and 5. Uh, and we have Joe Bob Briggs. From the drive-in? From the drive-in. Party. Yes. That's great. We're going to have him and his male girl there. Cool. So um there's some other celebrities uh missy sahigan she's gonna do she's a new actress uh just coming out with the update for Sand. Uh, some gals from um the uh, Taki horror podcast show um which is from universe studios they're gonna be here as well and john Masari, who's the composer of uh Killer clowns so.
0: oh awesome
3: yeah uh great great cast That's i got
0: it. to work with the chiodo brothers for a little bit they're awesome oh, you
3: did Okay. Yeah, On what?
0: Um, well, it's actually it was a project from Metallica. But I, I can't really talk about it right now.
3: Okay, John Massari, he's gonna be there. He he's done a few uh, concerts himself. Um, at, I think the Hollywood Bowl or something. Yeah, yeah, the Hollywood Bowl. He's a very he's a very nice guy. He's, uh he loves doing these. He does it for charity as well. Is there anything that you guys enjoy doing uh, outside of? being in a band
2: i i love what i do which is production so mixing them together on stage is is pretty much you know doesn't get any better than that you know we do john and i work together doing production for uh corporate events as well and of course other bigger events live sound concerts but obviously it's been kind of slow but uh we'll be back into it soon and just traveling seeing the world and experiencing life oh cool
0: Good. I do animation. I do video game sprites, uh, character design, storyboards, stuff like that for independent projects. I also uh, buy and resell retro games. I blaze retro games. So kind of part of my history since I used to make them. Kind of like full circle. That's cool. You know, it really it really works. Where RJ creates a design, uh, John
2: creates our our content video and i bring the production to put it all together so really it's a great team we got going on here Oh, wow.
3: that's cool you guys all collaborate to do different things that put your show together yeah yeah now who else if it wasn't rob zombie who else uh do you guys are you guys inspired by or would would if you weren't doing a tribute band for rob zombie who else would you be doing Mm-hmm. Spinal tap. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> twisted sister.
2: <laughs> Infant sorrow.
3: <laughs> Ministry. Did you say twisted sister? Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah.
3: Uh do you guys ever get nervous going on stage?
0: No. Nah. No. The second nature
4: now. i I think you get nervous about, you know. 30 seconds before you go on and it's just about a uh, let's go out there and hit it with all the energy and then as soon as you hit that first chord and and run out there and the crowd is feeding back at you all of that goes away immediately
2: yeah it's just yeah. really a conscious attempt to step into an archetype of large and big and bigger than powerful and and you know it's just just a matter of flipping a switch we get up on stage mm-hmm. and we just do it yeah you can't be nervous when people have paid
4: good money to come see you you know that's uh yeah. you know you owe it to the every single person in that audience to make sure that you know they're having a good time and and you know i feel very fortunate that anybody would want to take a moment of their time out of their day to to make me feel like a rock star. So I want to make sure that they feel like they're getting a show.
3: When you guys are growing up, what, what music was your choice of music, uh, that you'd go out to a record
2: store and buy, uh, either the CDs or the tapes or the records. Judas Priest, Oz, Beyond Iron Maiden, you know, but then it got to the point, you know, for me, uh, where music started changing to Motley Crue and Poison. And that's where I was like, Nope. So I went to Death Angel, Testament, and then continued with uh, Fear Factory. Then right now, my favorite artists are like Devin Townsend and uh, as a band Symphony X. And it it just doesn't get any better than that. And and anything else just pales in comparison.
3: So you
0: skipped the hairbound phase? Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. What about you, RJ? Uh, ACDC, Def Leppard, Kiss, uh, Wasp, Ellie Guns um juice priest i mean there's so many yeah they all, the motley crew they all affect you you know i mean yeah. for our, my original bands like mother mercy which is my la glam band it's like motley crew elegance kiss that was the idea for that one and then when we started doing industrial metal with the next inferno john and i did um we took like ministry mm-hmm. uh we took uh iced earth we took flavors uh disturbed a little bit of um evanescence you know it's industrial but with melody you know and that was our whole goal at that time yeah and that was in the
2: 90s right there and these guys were were out playing these clubs and i was a guy doing sound at these clubs so we go way back oh so you knew them you knew of oh, yeah. them. Okay.
3: yeah who does you johnny
4: um i've always liked the power metal stuff you know i've always loved the big vocal sound the, the big you know the classical um influence that power metal has so like for me right now with with Halloween getting back together with the uh, Kai Hansen and Michael Kieske and doing those reunion things that that's right now I'm like a, a pig in slop right now with the music that's happening uh bands like Avantasia that a lot of people don't even know about I'm wearing their shirt right now if you could imagine Halloween and meatloaf with like eight singers all going on at one time that's what you're getting with Avantasia. it's like amazing vocalists and stuff bands like uh Soul Spell from Brazil um another great you know band there's so much music that's out right now that unfortunately you know you'll mention these bands and people in America have no clue because they don't get any exposure out here unless people that are fans you know tell you. And, you know, there's a lot of music that's being missed right now that people are hungry for, you know. And uh, you've just got to be diligent and do your homework and go out and search for what you're looking for as a metalhead these days. Yeah, these
3: days, yeah. It's hard to find that type of music anymore because you can't just turn on the radio and turn it on. You have to go to a specific station on Spotify or something to get some of the newer music. Um, Now, Kiss was one of those bands that started out was one of the first bands that sort out uh, being at the band and people yeah, feeling, yeah. yeah, people feeling different about them saying that they were more of a, um, a merchandising band. Yeah. Uh, it was, were they big influences on you guys as well?
4: On I me mean, yeah. for sure. Yeah. And, I don't I don't really understand the whole idea of people being anti-merchandising band or anti-commercial band. Any uh-huh. band that ever left their garage and started playing in a live venue is a commercial band. Otherwise, they'd stay in their garage and not be known by anybody. And if they try to tell you any different, if anybody tries to tell you, it's never about the money, it's never about, I didn't want to be this, they're lying to you and themselves. They all wanted the girls. They've all wanted to make the money. They all wanted to be up on the, on the stage and be in the lights. It's you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's it's a part a, of it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, 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 I really laugh when I hear people say, Oh, it was never about the money. Uh, well, the, how come you did your eight reunion tours? <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, right. Are you guys a big fan of the stones?
4: I respect oh, yeah. the seventh, absolutely. I, yeah. I was bummed to hear about Charlie's yeah, Charlie past. Yeah. You know, that guy was not the flashiest drummer in the world, but you could set your clock and your watch by his timing. He his, his yep. His tempo was impeccable. Yeah. yeah. I
0: mean, if you shot good stones, go watch Martin Scorsese shine a light. That's just an amazing concert film. All right. I don't know how many times.
3: I got to check that out.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. I seen uh, the Rolling Stones at the um, Hollywood Bowl a few years back. I took my mom to go see them. I had always wanted to go see them, but their energy at that age is just incredible. Yeah,
2: Same with band like Kiss, they still do it they're still rocking, the road. man. It's the end of the road this it's time. It's a great so they show say. every time. Um the, started, lead sing- the last uh, end of the road show, I think three times already. The, <laughs> the third uh, end of the road. Third end of the road. Fourth yeah. one coming up. Yeah.
3: Um, the lead singer of Kiss um, is um just did a doo album. And yeah. it actually sounds pretty good. And now I grew up listening to doo-wop because my father was from that era. And growing up in a household where that's all we heard during that time, and the 70s i would listen to doo-wop which is the 50s and and then my mom was a, a rolling stones fan but listening to him do doo-wop and doing something different than what he's used to doing uh it's pretty cool i thought i th- i really digged it is that uh, the one
0: he did oh child on yeah. yeah yeah it's really good the, paul stanley and the soul
3: station yeah Paul St- Yeah, exactly yeah
0: was, sounds really he also bad. did "Fan the opera didn't
4: he yeah he did <laughs> oh he did yeah, Sebastian Bach. <laughs> yeah, he, he did Phantom really of the Opera, was. I think, in Toronto, yeah. I want to say. Yeah.
3: Oh, wow. Now, going back to Rob Zombie. Now, with him being more of a horror-type uh, director in movies and producer in movies, and when you see his band, he's got some horror elements to it. Um, do you guys also like the horror genre? Oh,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I yeah. like more psych psych psychological type like what he did for Halloween. Oh yeah. Was really good. That remake and how he made it more about his uh, all, all his childhood traumas and the mask that he wears, all the masks that he created. It's all the shadow things that really interest me. Are there any movies that
3: stand out? Not just Rob Zombie movies, but horror movies that send out? Uh, Dead
0: Silence. Death James Sin- Wong? Wong. I don't know if you've seen it. It's about dummies, but it's amazing. Uh, 13 ghosts, one of my favorite ghosts, that's a good one. Yeah, blue house. Uh, the conjuring series is amazing. I've just started getting into those. Did
3: you, know? you like the last one?
0: Yeah. The devil made me do it.
4: Yeah.
3: Yeah. What about you, Johnny?
4: Uh, I thought the conjuring stuff was pretty good. I think my favorite of those was the nun was pretty cool. Yeah. The nun was pretty cool. The nun, yeah. I I, I I like the I tend to like the more corny, campy, the the more gory and stupid it Evil is, Dead. the more I enjoy it because it's just like you know, it's like ah oh, ha ha, that's so funny, it never happened like that, but it's it's great to watch. I mean, it's, the, the the best are the ones that have the bad editing where you see stuff happening and it's like oh, there's the guy holding it in place
2: and it didn't get
4: edited it's out. Get
0: out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. Anyway,
2: 20- this is on TV. I'll I'll tune into that one. Yeah, Evil Dead, of course. Nightmare knows. it that's one of my favorite one
0: you know, yeah, Jason and all that you know
3: yeah it's funny how when you get older you could see more of the editing that you see you watch a movie and you see it differently than when
4: you're a kid sure. oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. Uh, the worst is like you know i was telling a friend the other day like you know watching the land of the lost as a kid oh <laughs> my god that was awesome and then a couple of years ago there was a land of the lost uh marathon and i turned it on and it was like wow. what's this crap <laughs> yeah. the, the dinosaur animation was the same every single time <laughs> yeah. No, not, that's
3: yeah yeah <laughs> evil did at the time um i used to watch that movie over and over and over and um i, I wasn't afraid of it it wasn't scary to me it's more funny to me but I look back on it; so
0: it's such a classic. I love that movie. Well, Sam Raimi's a genius. The way he did the camera angles and did yeah. like travel the deadites. Yeah. No one did that before, and the extreme close-ups he did.
3: Yeah. Um. Did you get a chance to see the newer uh, Evil Dead? No, I haven't.
2: Yeah, I know. I missed that one.
3: Yeah, it's pretty good. It's actually scarier than the original. Not too much. Uh, I don't know if he meant to put comedy into the original i found it kind of funny but there's nothing like that in the um remake it's, it's... you've seen the star
0: series as well
3: oh no oh.
0: yeah there's like three seasons of evil dead oh yeah
3: yeah 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 yes i did see that i've I've seen um i think the first the first series that was it but i gotta go back and watch them again mm-hmm. are you guys big uh shutter fans
4: the channel yeah yeah, it's good. I'll, I'll I'll put it on there sometimes. You'll you, you find some gems that you haven't seen for a long time. And it, it it's it's great because you'll see these movies that are just great but god-awful at the same time, and see people that are like superstars now that were just playing these little tiny parts in those movies. No, and oh, like like and Leprechaun and- yeah, oh yeah. Was it the KNC screen for Leprechaun?
0: No. Oh. back in ninety five, I think it was. Oh K NAC are going yeah. way back.
3: <laughs> was um Jennifer Aniston in that
0: movie? Yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. One of our first things. Yeah,
3: one of our first movies, or first, yeah, one of our first acting gigs. Yeah, have have you guys ever thought about being actors?
0: I've done acting. You've done acting. Okay.
4: I did theater in college and high school, so yeah, you know, I think you kind of have to have the same screws loose to do that as you do to go up on stage and up out there like that. Yeah,
2: Yeah. an opportunity, sure.
3: yeah because that's what you guys do the theatrics that's what makes you guys so good is that you guys take the performance on the stage and bring out the theatrics and exactly
0: um, you become the character that's the whole thing do
3: you guys study the characters or study the drummer study the the, the guitarist so
0: that well, you I definitely study jumpy, how he moves how he presents himself yeah. his mannerisms yeah. as best as possible you know yeah there's some things you can do that I can't do
2: yeah I mean we don't we don't go up there and imitate exactly moves or anything. yeah we get you the know, flavor we, of it yeah we're our own personalities up there yeah but the music is tight you know, Yeah, it's we,
4: powerful we try to throw as much of the um when we do our videos and stuff, we try to put flashes of the the actual zombie up there and everything. Cause you know, we're not trying to make people think that we are that or not. We want people to feel like they're at a zombie show. So the more of those images that they see of the actual Rob zombie and stuff where they can just suspend that disbelief a little bit and feel like they're having that experience. That's what we're going for. It's not about, look at us, look at us. It's about celebrating the, uh, the The music and and the feel of that of blob zombie and white zombie and that's what we're trying to get across here
3: so what came first for you guys putting the name together or putting the band together name first name first
0: yeah and then we just started designing everything around that came with the logos Mm -hmm.
3: and whose idea all of yours collaborated i think it
2: started with rj for sure and then like i said we had a party once where i played and played a uh, a
0: Rob Zombie song and then say, like, hey, let's... You know. My initial name was Dragula, was what oh. I was calling it. But then I go, okay, if you're in the tribute band directory, you there's A, you know, so you want to be A. So American, Zombie. So that's where it came from. Plus, Zombie is very patriotic. Yeah. He, You know, like Sinister Urge, he's got that whole video with all the flags and stuff. It kind of inspired it. All-American Nightmare. I just thought it fit really well. Yeah. And my friend Chris Rohner thought of it as well with me. So we kind of worked co-worked on that He was play in the beginning.
3: On some of your YouTube videos, uh, you have the, the logo of American Zombie real big,
0: and it has the red, red, and blue with stripes. Yeah, yeah. That was the original idea for the logo. There and then another friend of mine um, helped me. He designed the new version that we're using right now, the Splatter version.
3: Okay. And anyway. do you do a lot of that as well um, with the graphics? Yeah.
0: yeah.
3: With American That's- Zombie?
0: Okay. Yep. The graphic design I sent you, I did that.
3: Oh, cool. Okay.
0: The one that for uh, with all of us is you know sketched. My good friend Brent Banks took our photos from live events, and I did a collage of it. Then I hand drew and created the graphic out of it. Yeah,
4: the three of us together were a fully functioning post production graphic arts and media yeah. facility. Yeah. <laughs> like, pretty much, you know? yeah.
3: <laughs> well, you put the package together really well. Sure. It looks really good. Yeah. Uh, your stage furnishes on on cue. It's really freaking phenomenal. Um when uh we were looking at um bands to play for So Close to because the uh Scarefare's on the thirtieth, um there two bands popped up in my head and your band was uh one of the first. But the second band was the Ongle boyo True band, but the ongo, the best Argo Boingo Tribute band has actual ongo boyo members in it.
0: Yeah. The <laughs> Deadman's Party?
3: Yeah, Deadlands Party. Yeah so yeah. it's, it's like you're gonna pay for having Anglo boingo there without <laughs> without the lead singer, yeah so yeah uh but you guys are, are great i i'm gonna be glad to have you guys there um, we're so looking forward
2: to it thank you yeah we've gotten feedback from people about our show that don't even know rob zombie and they really enjoy what we're doing they're like wow that's really cool oh that's rob zombie okay so it's it's almost we're bringing a different flavor to it, and uh, people are really digging it. And even if you're not a Rob Zombie fan, I think uh, after watching us, you'll become one. Rob, Rob like, Zombie,
3: yeah. Rob Zombie did something different with the music, and it wasn't just rock. But he also likes yeah. that that That's um, good. that dance music.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. He, he mixes and, like he mixes it with, like in a, in a ministry type style. Yeah, beats, yeah. Levels, so.
3: Yeah, it's how he did a brick, the brick brick house. I mean, yeah, that's in all of his music, but you just hear it in brick house because that's a an iconic song. But he has it in all his music. It's it's there's always a good melody, a good rhythm, uh, a fast me.
2: beat. You know, as a guitar player, it's a totally different style than what I grew up playing. I'm playing Randy Rhodes and Priest and Maiden, and then when Rob Zombie came around, it's like okay, this is a different flavor, and I like it. You know, it's hard, heavy tone, but a different flavor to it you know and it's grew and it's rocking you know what yeah girls like it
3: do you you feel it's a a a faster pace as well
2: it can be depending on the song yeah
4: i mean there's some of those super beast not super fast so it really just depends you know we like playing the the heavier stuff as a as a whole we like playing the super heavier stuff the grinding stuff we we do play a lot of the more older zombie and white zombie stuff than the new stuff. But, you know, there there's songs that come out here and there that we're like, we need to add that. And we do. Um, anything from, you know, like Teenage Nosferatu Pussy to Tulane Blacktop, all that. We, we like to throw in a, stuff that people, you know, might not be expected to hear. Or don't expect it completely. Yeah. And they're like, wow, you're doing that
0: one?
3: Yeah. Um, I just realized that
0: he doesn't have any
3: slow songs. Or like uh, like a, like a magic? Does he? He what does. He
0: Thousand corpses. The song we don't. Oh, yeah, it.
3: yeah. Pussy,
0: Pussy Lucker But but it's
3: not, that's not really like a um like a I don't want to say a romantic song, but a slow. No, no. Yeah. <laughs>
0: He's not really. He's not really not yeah, yeah. Yeah. There are lots of monster. Uh, that, that's on uh, Venom's Rat Generator. Mm-hmm. There is um, what's the other one that's slow? Oh, the, man Who laughs. Yeah. Oh,
3: the man that laughs. Oh, the Mando laughs. Yeah,
0: but I mean they're not really ballads. He doesn't. No, do, he
3: doesn't do ballads. Yeah.
0: I, I feel like he sits around and, and he comes
4: up with a song idea and he's like, can a stripper dance to this? Okay.
0: I think American Witch, uh, Educated Horses, was his more 70s approach to rock. Oh, yeah. He, he had, you know, the Spider Sleeps Tonight, which is a great song. You know, he's got Foxy Foxy. You know, American Witch is on there. That That's yeah. the standout one. Lords of Salem's good. You know, that's more stripped down version zombie. And then he came back hard with
3: Hellboy Deluxe, too. Well, it was great talking to you guys. Great having you on. I really enjoyed uh, our conversation. Looking forward to having you on at Scarefair. Yeah,
2: thank you. Uh, October, yeah, 30th,
3: October 30th, mm-hmm. uh, Victorville, California, San and Fairgrounds. Come out, uh, get your tickets on pcehd.com. Uh, where can we find you guys on social
0: media? American Zombie Rob Zombie Tribute on Facebook. American mm-hmm. Zombie 6 on, on uh, Instagram. That's from our main social stuff right now. Okay.
3: And
4: on YouTube, you have your videos as well. Yeah,
0: American Rob Zombie show, I think, or American Rob Zombie tribute, I think it's called.
4: Yep. You can find me at Johnny Embers on uh Facebook, and I share our our stuff as well as other projects that I'm involved with there. So TS
0: Productions, we'll bring it. RJ Blaze, Instagram, Facebook.
3: Cool. Okay. Well, we're looking forward to having you guys out. Uh, looking forward to the show. We know you're gonna put on a fucking rocking show. It's gonna be badass. Can't wait. Yeah, looking forward like, to it. It's gonna be awesome. Okay. Well, thank you guys. Appreciate it. Thank Signing you. out. I'm yeah, Eddie. I thank, thank you for watching my public life as American nerd. Have a good one, guys. Hell
1: yeah.